There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Now you can shoot laser beams from your eyes. How great is that? What to expect if you get a cockroach in your ear? And should you shower in the morning or at night? It is Monday, the 7th of May, 2018. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Do you shower every morning or every night? Well, I didn't know that it really mattered. I figured it was just a a personal preference thing. I find that I go back and forth, but my preference, my personal preference is at night, there's something really relaxing about the shower. I like crawling into a clean bed, especially if I've just changed the sheet. I just feel cleaner, and I just the quality of my sleep is better when I shower at night. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there is a correct answer to this question. The experts say you should be showering at night. I just, you know, and that's all well and good. But if I were a night shower, which I generally am not, I would still take another shower in the morning because I. That's it okay. Helps, it helps me wake up. And but then night not, sweats. I mean, that's right. And night sweats for the love, you know. <laughs> but I you can mean, do both. Really. Well, according to dermatologists, it's better for your skin to shower after you've been sweating all day. And sleep experts say that it also fits in better with your body's natural rhythms. So showering at night will actually help you sleep better. But if I do both, isn't that overdoing it? Isn't that just going to dry out my skin? Yes. And waste water. Right. I don't know. I was telling you guys on our Facebook live video this morning is that our pediatrician was talking about bathing the baby at night because they say it's kind of a relaxing experience Mm -hmm. and a way to get them to kind of relax into bed. So they're has to be something to this if doctors are telling I you. Sure. I shower at night just for the fact that I can stay in bed an extra 15 minutes yes. each morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's why I go back and forth sometimes. I'm like, I got to take a shower tonight because I don't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> and one more thing. According to a new poll, 61% of people say they prefer to shower at night as well versus 39% who shower in the morning. All right. They say there's no quicker way to show you're old than to use two spaces after a period. But guess what? At least people will be more likely to understand what you wrote, which I guess may sound like something an old person would want. But a new study (laughs) did find that when you use those two spaces after a period instead of one, 
It does make your writing easier to read. But it's not necessary to start double-spacing other stuff, too. The study also found that if you put two spaces after a comma, it makes it harder to read. It's unnecessary, and, well, why would you do that? Uh, What else do we have here this morning? According to a new study out of Scotland, if you want to remember things, (laughs) just stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Researchers found that if you just take in experiences silently, and you go 10 minutes without saying anything, you will remember those experiences more vividly and more thoroughly than if you talk through them. See? Mm. Now you know. There you go. All right. If you think your Monday is rough, depending on where you are, especially if you're one of the 400 people in the Kenwood area around Blue Ash off of Kenwood Road that lost power this morning and you're just having a day. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm sorry about that. No way to start a Monday. But be glad you're not this lady. A 29-year-old woman named Katie Holly from Melbourne, Florida, had a cockroach crawl into her ear while she was sleeping last This is one of my biggest nightmares because I could remember reading a story, I mean, like Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, about the percentage of people who have cockroaches living in their ears and they don't even know it because they crawl in there in the middle of the night. Yeah. Isn't that just wrong? I heard about this and then I read it on Snopes. I was like, oh, this has to be like a fake thing. There's no way a cockroach crawls in your ear. Did you ever see that Tales of the Crypt episode from like a million years ago when E.G. Marshall was this old crotchety old guy and he <laughs> dies in the end and all these cockroaches come no. like pouring out of his body from all of his orifices? Ew, no. Stop. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That was a good one. Ugh. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, so she told the entire story to Self Magazine where they covered it in deep detail. Here's how it went down. The cockroach crawled into Katie's ear in the middle of the night. And laid eggs. She could immediately tell that something was wrong, so she went to the bathroom. She stuck a Q-tip in there. Oh, I can't listen to this story. And when she pulled it out, all that was stuck to it were two cockroach legs. So she asked her husband to pull it out with tweezers, but he only got two more legs. So they had to get her to the ER. And while they waited, Katie could feel the roach scratching and exploring in her ear canal. And every time I have any kind of sinus drainage, it's the first thing I think of. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope it's not a cockroach. I can't. You know that tickle uh... in your ear? Mm -hmm. So the ER doctor used a shot of lidocaine to numb Katie's ear and kill the roach. And then he pulled it out chunk by chunk (laughs) by chunk. And that wasn't the end because when the numbness subsided, Katie's ear still felt weird. So a week later, she went to the doctor who looked in her ear and realized the ER doctor hadn't got all the pieces of the uh, roach carcass out. 
though. Katie's doctor had to flush her ear, pulled out six more pieces of the roach, and made her an emergency appointment with with an ENT specialist for later that day. The ear, nose, throat specialist found even more pieces of the roach in her ear and pulled out the entire head, the upper torso, and more legs. No, why does it have so many parts on the body? (laughs) This is not right. And at that point, he said, okay, that's definitely it. We definitely, we definitely got it all. And it appears that was true. After nine days with the roach in her ear, Katie finally had all of it removed. Once it was over, she and her husband had pest control out to their house immediately to spray. She is now going to start sleeping with earplugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I absolutely. Would, yes, I would quit. Doesn't it just kind of make uh, you want to, even though you've never had a cockroach that you know of in yeah. your ear? Well, I just hope that that smoke detector is loud enough that she can hear it. If That's forbid, like, you know, and you, right. Or the baby crying. Right. Mm. See, you can't. You can't wear. Yeah, you're just gonna have to risk it, Fritch. Sorry. I know. I. This is just disturbing. I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend like we don't have any animals crawling in the house. Many years from now, after the apoc- apocalyptic world war, when mm-hmm. gangs and rabid wolves are all that roam the earth. People are going to look back at this day as the moment we began turning into futuristic killing machines. Because scientists at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland have just created a contact lens that allows you to shoot laser beams from your eyes. That's kind of cool. What will it allow me to do? Nothing. But it looks cool. (laughs) Hey, I'm doing a light show on the garage wall. I've got a cool soundtrack. Yeah, if everybody wears them and just dances in the dark. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, these aren't exactly ready to, to turn you into a Terminator. They only emit a very low-powered laser light that would be better for, like, scanning a, a barcode than, than vaporizing your enemies. And they, they only work when a different laser is shined at them to power them. But this technology does exist. And the scientists who made it recognize where it's probably going to go they even cited, quote, superheroes with lasers in their eyes in their academic report on what they made. So they have thought about it. Wow. Pretty crazy, right? It really is. Isn't it just going to be the, the rate at which technology is evolving? Isn't it just going to be fascinating to see where we are in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Can you even imagine? The speed, the exponential speed. I also like thinking, like, look at all this stuff we can do. We don't even have a flying car yet. You know, people are always like, look at technology. Mm-hmm. Where's this and where's that? Fritz is really disappointed we haven't gotten to the flying car thing yet. I know. But yeah. I'm the only one that really wants one. Like, I she want a flying car. She lives the farthest away. Yes, but I, don't right. want, but I don't want anybody to else to have one. I just want to have one. I know. I love your house, and I love your neighborhood, but I do Thanks. have to say we did not expect it to take that long to get there. <laughs> I don't know why. Like... It was like, oh, she's just a couple exits down on 275. We just got to snake up 71. How did you, I was going to say, how did you go? Book West. Our GPS, because I picked her up in Kenwood, so. Oh, yeah. So we went up why. 71 and then hooked over on 275. And each exit, I was like, I think it's the next one. No, it's got to be the next exit. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we're passing the Rumpke landfill, I was like, I got to pee. 
Well, all I got to say is no longer can the jokes be pointed at me that you got to pack <laughs> I know. bag to come to my house because she's further out than I am. Hey, we got plenty of room. You can stay in our casa. So casa. your commute in the morning when there's no traffic. is 35 minutes. So do you take. So what do you do? You take you take two seventy five west, I guess, for yep. a minute, right? Just for like a second, I and then just get on seventy four. Seventy, but that's the thing is like I'm on every major highway, so it's not like it's really that hard unless something's on on the highway is wrong, right? Yeah, so I take seventy four across Fort Washington Way to seventy one to Reading Road. And it takes you how long? 35 minutes. 35 minutes. 33, 35 minutes. 33 to 35. And Jen, how long is yours? 30. Coming from yeah. North Mason. Uh, but you know what? I made it the other day in 26. That's good. I'm telling you. You got to drive Look like out. 90 in the high speed lane. But you well, get the here. Trick is, <laughs> <laughs> well, the trick is all the stoplights between my house yes. and the interstate. Yeah. We're blessed to make be able to travel me. so early because if we were making those I'd commutes, never live there. I wouldn't either. And Mm-mm. I wouldn't be able to like, I'd be like, babe, I'm going to be in my downtown home that's right for the week i'll come visit I'll you, on, you the on the weekend, weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since they redid martin luther king now if you live in avondale and you're coming from like the harvey northern avenue rockdale in that area if you try to come out on martin luther king you just sit there now that light is so, so long, long and you can't turn up because it's mm. they're, they're all no turns on red now are so they? you're so it ah. it has doubled my commute time literally just sitting That's at that traffic light yeah and so you went from three to six minutes to get here yeah and what? I well we even <laughs> noticed it no it was it I mean it's it was six so now it's even more than that but and it shouldn't be you know given no, how close we are I mean it's sure. ridiculous but uh, coming down the hill I feel like it should be like maybe two minutes no but yesterday like on a Sunday afternoon we were looking to take a left off of Harvey onto Martin Luther King and there was a stack of about seven or eight cars that were looking to turn left there no mm-hmm. other traffic just sitting there just waiting for that light it needs mm-hmm. to be like a flasher something yeah thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cbg airport start your trip at cbgairport.com